November 14th, 2003, maybe a little bit later than the uh, proverbial trade deadline that we're accustomed to seeing. It's just an idea of a relief pitcher being traded or what was once a starter turned into a reliever and how important that can be. And I'll give you the other two names included in this trade, three names really, uh, one of which I want to hearken back to because you have to go back 10 years to hear the name. These three players were traded for A.J. Pierzynski. These three players were Francisco Liriano, Boof Bonzer. Remember Boof Bonzer? Mm, yeah. And this third person traded from the San Francisco Giants to the Minnesota Twins in exchange for A.J. Pierzynski. And this player went on to record 376 saves in his time uh, from I know, that I know trade. Who this is. Yeah. And that person is? Joe Nathan. Correct. Joe Nathan. Now, I don't know if there's going to be people in this particular year as far as trade deadline talks and who may go on, but that's the uh, that's the season we're in right now is who will or who could potentially take over and become something that they weren't going into the trade deadline. And I think relief pitching is, if I'm not a little biased, I believe that it's always the most popular position come trade deadline because it's always what seemingly is the easiest to improve. Yeah, agreed. Though off-season deals, like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. the relief pitcher tends to be the throw-in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is really interesting because in-season, all of these teams are scrambling to shorten the game and or help take the stress that they already placed on their bullpen all throughout the season off by finding a fresher arm or, you know, somebody who can just come in and help um, spread out the load a little bit for, uh, you know, lighter for everybody else to get them on um, to the postseason. But for fantasy purposes, um, why do we care about the trade deadline? So it's probably a super loaded question, but um we uh just like you will have to react to what to whichever relief pitchers are moved um but on shows like today we can speculate on who may be moved and then help you be ready to make that quick reaction when or if one of these bigger name closers Mm-hmm. highest leverage relievers, preferred safe share options, 5,000 different names to call these players. But some of them are going to get traded. We know that in the next two plus weeks, some of them will, I guess, two weeks today, right? Yeah, two weeks today. Um, well, the crazy thing is it's up to two weeks today because now teams um, can elect to have, if it's uh, from as early as July 31st, where it used to fall, up to August 1st now at 6 p.m. and then days before. So I don't know um, if – do you think they actually have strategy that if you're a divisional team, you kind of wait or you try to be proactive and you want to get that first move in or you want to wait till the last deadline knowing that a team declares their trade deadline, if that's how that works. And I'm, and I'm sorry my ignorance. I don't want to start spewing a bunch of stupidity because I didn't look super, super deep into how exactly that is. But I believe that that is a choice that each team is given. I just don't know how rigid that timeline is. 
must have to do with scheduling, right? And what and how this day doesn't fall on the same day. So some teams will likely have like a scheduled set, say seven oh five Eastern game on that day, which may preclude them from, you know, getting in on a deal. Uh-huh. Right. And so um there's probably I'm not saying there's some strategy involved, but the schedule makers will probably have more of an impact on this um fluid deadline, if you will. It still is a deadline. I mean, you just there will just be teams that will be out uh, before other teams, which is whatever. It doesn't really matter. Because if you're gonna make a move, you're gonna make a move for your deadline. You don't care about what the other team's deadline is, I guess. Um and talking about moves, do you wanna chat quickly? Do you do you have any of the uh, knowledge of maybe the five or what I consider the five worst trade deadline moves that involve relief pitching, or do you want to, I don't want to interrupt your topic. I want you to continue, but just know that I have that loaded and ready to go whenever you want to, uh, to know. what I love making a mockery of trivia. And so, um, I'm already one for one. So let's go, let's do the, um, this isn't as much trivia. I can, we can make it trivia by you guessing who it was, but, I'll try to set up so it's nice and easy, um, knowing the teams will be helpful. But sure. the Oakland A's and the St. Louis Cardinals had a trade that included players coming from St. Louis over to Oakland by the name of TJ Matthews, who was a middle reliever that went on to have, I believe, two career saves and not much more than that. Um, there was another name, Blake Stein and Eric, Eric Ludwig, who can combined put up a about as many innings pitched as you and I have combined. <laughs> and this player in return went on to, well, have some place in history, be a pivotal part to a losing or well, a poor Cardinals team by my uh, standards basis. are high in that. Yeah. My standards are a little high. Yes. So you want yeah. me to guess who this person was? You think it, who was coming over from Oakland? Um, Was it Dennis Eckersley? It was not. It's not a real. So in this case, the oh, it wasn't a reliever. Leaving, okay, or the three relievers that the Oakland A's thought they were going to turn into uh, good middle of the rotate or middle of the uh, middle relievers into gotcha. potential closers, and the returning player was Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire, yeah, yeah. that makes more sense. Uh, yeah, that's it's, a tough deadline deal. Yeah, that's a tough deadline deal. Um, there is one. This one is more or less. I won't make you try to guess the uh, players because it's a little hard, but I guess I could. I'll, I'll say this. So this was a trade um, from Texas to Miami. Uh, the Rangers gave up Uge Urbina to the Miami Marlins, who who he was pivotal in their yeah. playoff run. Sure. In return, they actually got back the first overall pick, a first baseman who went on to play his the majority of his, I would say, important at bats with the San Diego Padres. He would have multiple gold gloves, multiple silver sluggers. And more importantly, he was one of the prolific power hitters for a person playing in Petco park. You put a lot of pressure on me here. I know it's, Uh, I didn't know he's the first pick overall. First baseman, San Diego. Adrian Gonzalez. Adrian Gonzalez. Wow. First pick overall, huh? Yeah. I did not know that. Exactly. Oh, that was a good. I mean, that was a good trade for both on both sides there, right? I think that's. I think you'd probably want Adrian Gonzalez's career over Urbina's career, but Urbina was pivotal to that stretch for the Marlins for sure. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, that just should, that just if that doesn't tell you the, uh, I would say, inflated value that relief pitchers can provide. But then again, Adrian Gonzalez doesn't have the season. I lost so many of these other names on this list and you go, okay, that made sense. I mean, no matter what the, you don't see the Cubs trade for Raldis Chapman as being neg- negative because who they could have given up whatever. And as you and I both say flags fly forever. So yep. take what you want, who cares? And 1997, the uh, Boston Red Sox and the Giants had a uh, well technically it was the White Sox initially then he went on to the Red Sox um this relief pitcher who end up being part of a basically nobody for Bob Howry Keith Falk left uh there and went on I never would expect you to get that the reason I mentioned him is because for his 191 career saves that he had as part of really the Red Sox the majority of that impact was in 04 when he broke the curse against my St. Louis Cardinals right do you right. have any New York Mets bad deadline oh, deals that you goodness. can think of? <laughs> bad deadline deals. It's really tough. It's tough to say because, um, you know, as someone who's not seen a championship, truthfully, with their own yeah. eyes, any move that doesn't bring the championship is could be a bad move or any move we didn't make is obviously the move that everyone wanted to make because it's not because whatever moves were made weren't enough. Um, I think like at the height of my Mets fandom, um, the, it was supposed to be like 1999. Um, they played, uh, Atlanta in the NLCS and, uh, they were down three Oh, and then they won game four. And they had game five locked up and Kenny Rogers came in at in relief and walked mm. in um winning the, the winning run, the series winning run, and the Braves went to the World Series and the Mets did not. Um Yeah, Kenny Rogers was a deadline trade that year. So in my mind, Kenny Rogers was the worst deadline trade for the Mets because he cost them a chance of winning the World Series in nineteen ninety nine. That is the uh probably Honestly, I mean, that's the epitome of the. He was 41. He was 41 throwing like 78 mile an hour fastballs. Uh And everyone was going to, you know, he was going to, if he threw in the strike zone, he was going to get hit. So he couldn't throw a pitch in the strike zone. That same year, you guys acquired Daryl Hamilton from the Rockies. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Hamilton Rogers uh, helped the Mets run down the thing. Hamilton batted 339. Rogers went four and run, four and one. And then that, uh, what was well, that? What were the numbers in that relief outing? Do you got this? It, it doesn't. No, it just has oh, the one walk. Is he the only face one batter? It must have been. That's he must have... probably all it. Unfortunately, that's all it would have taken. What? Is... Yeah, but I, I'm trying to think of the situation in my head. He pitched until 2008. Holy moly, that is absolutely incredible. Um, God. Yeah, remember in 2006 against the Cardinals, he had that sticky stuff on his hand or well he had a he had a whatever on his glove and hand and nothing ever happened and i i could care less i think everybody should be able to put it on their wow i really i really uh i really don't even remember how bad um it was (laughs) in uh games it was game six excuse me yeah Mm -hmm. um well here's his series against atlanta is all time um he started game 
two. No, he's yes, he started game two. Well, so, so he started game two, of the Arizona series, and uh, four and a third, four runs. Blah. Um, but the Mets survived that series. He started game two against Atlanta, uh, five and a third, nine hits, four runs, a game that the Mets Oops. lost four to three. Um, he came in relief in game at number five. This was the Todd Pratt. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, not top right. Robin Ventura, excuse me, Grand Slam single game oh, where the Mets yeah. won. Where the Mets won four three. He was the winning. No, he was not the winning pitcher, but he did pitch the eleventh and twelfth. That happened in thirteenth. Um, but he pitched the eleventh and twelfth and did not give up a run in two innings of relief. So, um, he had at that point a career six point one seven ERA in the postseason, and he comes in. And throws in game six. Uh, the final line was one third of an inning pitched, one hit, <laughs> one hit, one run, one earned run, three walks. Yowzers. <clears throat> uh, on that same team was uh, oh, Pat Mahomes, the father of Patrick That's right. Mahomes. That's, That's right. uh, he replaced Al Leiter. I mean, the names, which is sad, it's crazy to say, is this doesn't seem that long ago. And yet all these people have kids that are playing <laughs> in the major league and or uh, crazy. yeah, it is. Uh, what's crazy. crazy is that we have got to the trade deadline of another year. And I would love to talk about some of these moves and the impact of how they can be for you, our reliever recon listeners. So if you aren't one yet, please jump over to patreon.com backslash reliever recon. Join us for the rest of the season. I promise you that for the remaining, what do we got about uh, eight weeks of the regular season, six weeks of the regular season, like fantasy wise. Right. Um, and then into the playoffs, it, it's, I mean, it's like $7, $9. It's, I promise you, it'll, it'll pay. It off. really is like that. Yeah. Basically. I mean, seriously, it's just a couple months. That's it. And you'll get, you you won't get as much talk about uh, Kenny Rogers, Pat Mahomes, Al Leiter, and uh, Sean Dunstan. We'll mix you will in, get, yeah. We will throw those in. <laughs> what you may get are names like, I don't know, Reynaldo Lopez, Brooks mm. Raley, Brad Hand, Chris Stratton. I know, exciting. That's what you call a teaser in the biz, Aaron. So <laughs> let's uh, jump out of here and we'll catch you back on the flippy flop.